Good morning, guys. Whatever it is. Thanks for being here. This is the Armor Report. I'm your host, Brett Rosenthal. This is a show about stock market investing in what I call the age of AI. Armor stands for Algorithmic Risk Management Research. So everything we talk about, everything I share with you on this desk, has to do with managing risk first and using algorithms to do it. Now, there's different ways you can incorporate this into your portfolio. Some guys literally run their portfolio with an algorithm. So computer puts trade on, computer takes trade off. That's not what I'm doing at this moment on this show for you. What I'm doing instead is I'm using our algorithms that are designed to monitor the risk on the top six indexes that drive market direction, in our opinion. And when we get different risk-on, risk-off signals, I share it with you so it'll help you manage your risk. Take the information in and then use it to decide how aggressive you want to be in your portfolio or how much cash you want to carry. That's the primary goal of what I'm trying to do when I talk about risk management and algorithms. It's a simple step. It's a simple process for you to begin to incorporate algorithms into your own investing uh, process. I've spent years writing these algorithms. This is a live trading desk. I'm sharing with you my own information that I use for my portfolio. I couldn't possibly tell you how to manage your risk because I don't know you. But what I can share is when these algorithms are risk on across the board, on our desk, we start adding our favorite names. And if we're risk off across the board on our desk, we carry our maximum cash position. This is not a hard equation. This is just a way for you to protect principle in a professional manner when you need to, and then expose maximum risk in the portfolio when the time is appropriate. This is not a timing strategy. This is not 100% long, 100% cash, 100% short. I'm not talking about that. I'm saying use your current approach as an investor and overlay this risk management tool to help you perform better against the market. That's the investing secret I'm sharing with you that I've been building for 30 years. So today I'm going to talk about what the algorithms are doing. If you follow our website, RosenthalCapital.com, I have a risk monitor for you to make it easy to follow the changes. If you follow me on Twitter, I try to tell you when changes are made, which is what I did this morning. But I do this show to help you better understand the nuances of those changes. So we're going to discuss that. And then, of course, I have to you know, kind of cut this short today because Hurricane Dorian is literally barreling down on me. And everybody I know is friends down here. I'm coming at you live from Jupiter, Florida, which is the north part of Palm Beach. And at last check, Dorian looks like it's going to come right into my kitchen. So I have a lot to do. It's a massive undertaking. Um, before I end this show, I'm going to share with you 
two stocks that would suffer greatly if Dorian ends up being the monster everybody expects. I'm going to tell you two stocks. And I use these two stocks as a way to hedge my life down here in South Florida. So I'm going to share that with you to wrap up this show. But first, let's go to the algorithms. The algorithms tell us today, right there at the top of the screen, that we should be buying stocks. They told us that last night. Five of the six indexes that we follow gave a risk-on signal yesterday. The S&P, the Dow, the small cap index, the momentum index, and the IBD 50. Five. One index refuses to give that signal, and that's the NASDAQ 100. So if you go to our website, you'll see from the risk monitor that it tells you risk on. There's a risk on opportunity. Now, I still have this bear claw in my mind. And to me, these two symbols are fighting each other. I don't really know if it's a risk on opportunity that I want to hit aggressively or if it's just another bull trap in a bigger bear market. I'm very suspect that the NASDAQ 100 is not telling me to put on risk. That's a problem for me. So if you look at our risk monitor, it says, yes, five of the six tell us risk on. But I've told you time and again that I like all six in a 24-hour to 48-hour period to give me that risk on signal in order to really put capital to work. So that would, would following that guide, that would require the cues to go positive by the close today. If they do, then I may get more aggressive. At the moment, I put nothing up there. I'm still relatively neutral. I don't like the fact that one of my most important indexes, the Qs, refuses to give me a risk on signal. That's number one. Number two, I don't like the fact that the small cap index has a massive head and shoulders top. That's a problem for me. The risk-on, risk-off signals of the algorithm doesn't look at uh, traditional technical analysis like head and shoulders patterns. So it might say to us, there's a risk-on opportunity in an overall bear market where the market could jump a little bit. So what we have to do when it comes to me recommending to myself, to my clients, and telling you how much risk I'm taking, I have to look at the algorithms and say, is this a window of opportunity that I want to attack? And how do I want to attack it? So if we get risk on, but the cues don't make it, and I don't have that confluence across the board, it may just mean for me now, this is for me, I don't know what it means for you, but for me, that I will add some of my favorite dividend paying stocks to the portfolio. I have core positions, I might add to them things like IBM Things like Kellogg's, I really like Kellogg's, 4.5% yield, and the company is going through a, a, a wonderful 
transition where they're jettisoning low, low, uh, low margin businesses and focusing on the higher margin products. I love when companies like Kellogg's uh, go through that type of a pruning process, usually pretty good for the stock and usually the dividends, you know, uh, benefits. Do your own homework on that. I'm not telling you to buy Kellogg. I'm saying that's something on my whiteboard, something to look at. But those are the type of names that I would probably add if we get risk on everywhere. Now, in June, I told you we're risk on across the board, all six indexes, and we're 200% long the market. And that worked out great for two months. I was like a 12% move in our index-only portfolio in two months. But I'm not getting that set up today. And so whatever risk I do take, I'm going to have to take in a measured way in my favorite area right now, which are blue-chip dividend payers. And that's my favorite area. If you guys remember, I and please go watch this video. You can go find it on our list, on our playlist. But I talked about how there's $16 trillion worth of negative interest rate bonds out there in the world. Interest rates are going lower. There's a bank in Denmark, remember, that's literally giving people cash to buy houses, and they could pay back less than they borrowed. In a world like that, which is insane, Kellogg's at 4.5% that's going through a restructure, or IBM after swallowing, you know, uh, uh, um, a red hat and going through a turnaround or AT&T or Verizon, these type of names are going to attract capital. Notice I'm not running out there and buying utility stocks. That's not what I'm suggesting. I'm looking for some growth drivers in solid blue chip names with good dividends. So that's how I'm going to use the information. Use it however you will. Um, I will tell you right now, the market is imploding, as you all see. I shouldn't say imploded. It's selling off from a gap up. If it continues on this track, a lot of these buy signals from yesterday, these risk-on ideas, will get stopped out. And once again, the triple Q will be that key. The lack of confluence will be the key. I haven't put any more money to work yet. I'm just sitting with a lot of cash in my portfolios and some dividend pairs. I'm not ready to put a lot of money to work yet. I really want to see how the market behaves this afternoon because right now it looks awful. Right now, things like the uh, IBD 50 are right now below their stop. So they'll be stopped out by the end of the day. Okay. Um, small cab index challenging its stop right now. And so the lack of confluence is why I haven't sent a report out to everybody who's receiving the free armor report uh, algo alerts. And you can, by the way, if you're not receiving them yet, go ahead to our website and just sign up for them. It's armor reports for free. And whenever I see a major change in the market or in an investment that we care about, I write you an email and let you know what we're doing. I've yet to send you that email that says risk on everywhere. I sent it June, you know, in June. I said, here we go but I haven't sent it this month because we're not getting the confluence and that's what's protecting us from a lot of this volatility and this craziness. It's very hard to put money to work when we're a Trump tweet away from a 3% decline in the market. Now the algos don't know that, but what's interesting is without confluence, the algos are telling us something's not right about the market. 
And so we remain cautious, a lot of cash, look for dividend payers. Now, I got to get out of here because I've got a ton of things I have to do to get this house ready. Um, get my, I have a two and a half year old daughter, six year old son. We got to get out of Dodge. So I'm not going to be here. So I got a lot to do, but I am going to share with you two stocks as promised that will suffer greatly if Dorian actually hits Florida the way they all say. Now, look, I've been living down here 15 years now and or something like 15 years. And um, I'm here to tell you with, with very few instances, the quote monster that's bearing down, you know, never bears out that way. So let's just hope and pray that this is another time where they're getting it wrong, where it's not going to be that awful. It's not the end of the world. It'll come ashore. There'll be some damage, but everyone will be okay. Let's hope that's the case. If it's not the case, these two stocks will suffer greatly. The first, there's the chart pattern of the weekly chart pattern of universal insurance, U-V-E. A lot of exposure to Florida and the entire Southeast coast in the past. I've done the research over the last 15 years, actually further back, actually the last 20 years, when you get a horrific storm that actually affects Florida and the East coast, this stock drops dramatically in a short period of time. Now, these insurance companies don't get destroyed forever. They, get, they go down on the, on the hype and excitement and, and fear, and then they start going up, and everyone realizes they get to increase their premiums over time. So this is not a long-term play, and this is not for everybody. I use this really But there are ways to take positions in this asset so that if the storm is a monster, you can benefit. Again, I don't do, I don't, guys, I don't put this in my portfolio to trade it for risk. I put a small amount of options in my portfolio to protect my assets. If it's a monster, I'll make 10 times on the options, which will help me rebuild things. That's how I use it. So I'm not suggesting you guys run out there and do it, but I just wanted to highlight for you a couple names that have a lot of exposure to Florida. Here's the other one. It's called Heritage Insurance. Okay, so those are two insurance companies with a lot of exposure to Florida um, that have suffered greatly in the past when storms have hit. I mean, the stocks have dropped 30 to 50 percent when the storm is a monster like everyone says it's going to be. Most of the time it isn't, and the stocks will go up and you'll lose money if you're short or buying options. Okay, so it's a it's a massive gamble. You're. I wouldn't take the gamble if I didn't live here, right? So, because to me, it's not a gamble, it's a hedge. But I'm just sharing with you, if it's a monster, these stocks go down dramatically. If it's not a monster, the stocks rocket higher on, you know, Monday or Tuesday when everyone realizes it's been downgraded to a tropical storm or, or a cat one, uh, and the stocks go up. So you're going to, if you go put positions on today, you're going to lose money. Okay. But if it's a monster, in the past, these stocks have dropped anywhere between 30 and 
So a lot of money can be made on the short side in the options market if you if you so choose. All right. Um, all right. So I guess that's it for today. Please give me a thumbs up if you guys have enjoyed this. If it's helped you, it really helps me with the YouTube algorithm. So let everybody know. I appreciate that. Uh, anybody who's living in Florida, please be safe. Do what you got to do to protect yourself. Uh, I don't know when I'll be on the air again. It depends on you know where we are and what's happening and how much power we have, right? Um, but I will. Uh, I'll try to check in with you guys again on uh, uh, on Monday of next week, uh, depending on where I am. Maybe Wednesday. Okay. Um, all right, guys. Be safe out there. Take care. Have a good weekend. <laughs>